Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Rocking and firing on this 31st day of October 2019 in the year of our Lord Halloween. And we're live at the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. The birds are singing, the sun is shining. It's just a great day to be alive and I hope this finds you well as it does us. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Hard Assets is their game. Call one 800 951 Or you can go to allamericangold.com 24-7, 365 and wander around the pages of the Information Superhighway to the wee hours of the morning. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Tuesday and Thursday, Hamburger Helper co-host, sitting with the owner of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquin. Does a wonderful job. It's... Uh, well, it's Halloween. Joe's so excited, he's got his mask on already. You're looking good today, kid. How you doing? You know what's so funny is is maybe one of these days, I doubt it because we're, we're so good looking, we don't want to break the Internet. Uh, we'll live stream the show because I want people to see the outfit that you have on right now. You, <laughs> I mean, you would think that we are, like, I don't know, somewhere near the Arctic Circle <laughs> And it's got the, the lumberjack look, rocket. I mean, it's awesome. This is one of the many moods of Eric Cedarstrom. <laughs> this is morning lumberjack, I call this. Uh, I've got a uh, shorts on, <laughs> a golf shirt, and one of those big Pendleton, you know, longer shirts. I didn't pay any attention. I just put on, this shirt's warm. It's cold outside. So right, it, It's probably right now, probably like 70, you know, 68 to 72 degrees right now here in the Valley. <laughs> Love it. Hey, this is what we do in Arizona. We don't get that cold here, but, hey, you know, it we'll used dress to be, the part. The first cold night was always around Halloween when I was a kid before the, the new super cycle of weather started. And I think it's going back to that again, so... Going to be probably pretty chilly tonight. So. I read, I read some, and I read it on the internet, so it has to be true. <laughs> but, but I read that some, uh, I guess, all the ice that was all melting and all that stuff, right? Apparently, it's like I don't know record growth of the ice shield, and, and get ready, it's going to be much colder. Uh, right, it's all starting you know, again. Yeah. Again. Well, look at Denver. You guys up there? What you had two snowstorms. <laughs> I mean, I think Jason said it was five degrees this morning. I think it was at the forties at my house last night. You know, we're up in the foothills, a little north. Yeah, of driving town. into work, fifty-one degrees today. Yeah, yeah. Cold. So, anyway, I hate talking about weather, but it is Halloween. So if you got your little mush heads are going out, be careful. Watch out for them tonight. And whatever you do, do not go to Bernie Sanders' house. Rumor has it that if you show up, he takes seventy percent of the kids' candy out of. <laughs> What do you got there? Man? And then he redistributes to the entire neighborhood kids who don't trick or treat. <laughs> the ones that don't. Here you go. They don't do anything. Of course, Trump. If you go to Trump's, you get one of those big Snickers bars. Remember though, when you were trick or treating, when you get the big Snickers Boy, bar, that was you or were, the big candy bars. You were excited. With, and what you did is, you know, you, you made your round. You made note of the places that gave the good candy, and then you switched costumes yeah. with your buddy and hit those houses. Had again. to go hit them again. Yeah. And then anyway, when you got home, your parents took all the good stuff anyway. <laughs> They did a study that the parents end up eating like 63% of all 
Halloween candy. The last few years, my kids don't trick or treat anymore, but the last few years, my wife would throw it out. She'd leave it there for a few days. The boys would take the stuff they wanted, all the rest of it, in the trash. Well, the height of uh, when all five Cedarstrom children were trick or treating. We'd at, we'd, and we got home the next day, we'd make like a fort <laughs> under the ping pong table. So, chow down. We'd all have our stuff. So. so, anyway, top story today, and I'm not kidding you. Go to Newsmax. <laughs> don't, don't send any complaints. I'm just going to read it as it is. Democrats rammed a package of ground rules for their impeachment inquiry of President Donald Trump through a sharply divided house today. The chamber's first formal vote in a fight that will stretch into the 2020 election year. The vote, 232 to 196, with all Republicans against the resolution and two Democratic defectors joining them. Yeah, they had two two defectors. Four people didn't vote. We don't know who, though. So well, yeah, three Republicans. Three of the... Abstained? Abstained. They didn't vote. I don't know if they abstained. You have or to if be they present, right? Yeah, or if they weren't there. One Democrat, three Republicans didn't vote. Everybody else voted. And now the public part of the impeachment process. You can't text that vote in, right? I don't know the rules. See, no, I think you have I, to I you gotta you gotta be on be the floor. So you I don't be know present. if it was a matter of people weren't there or if they were going to vote a way that they didn't like. And so they just didn't vote at all. In other words, did the three Republicans who didn't vote, did they really did want they to abstain? vote? Did they vote? Would really want to vote yes, so they didn't want to vote at all because they didn't want to, you know, Trump to rip them? Or did that Democrat that didn't vote, did he really want to vote? No, we don't know. So, so anyway, it's not what you think. It's not the vote to impeach. It's right. the vote for the rules of impeachment to move forward. Obviously, this is not a Nixon situation. Lots of Republicans turned against Nixon. Not happening here. Patriot Radio News Hour will return after these messages. Happy Halloween from the Patriot Trading Group, KHNC 1360. Thanks for tuning in. You people are looking wonderful. You've got your costumes on early. As Joe does as well, we appreciate you taking time to tune in. Call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Grab some hard assets on this Halloween. It's getting really spooky out there. The uh, the precipice of impeachment has financial ramifications that have yet to reveal their ugly heads. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. If you study the Nixon thing, or you study the Clinton issues that. Uh, well, when Clinton, you had day traders. You had everybody at home trading stocks, every wife, and everybody was a stock expert until the markets wiped them out. Right. <laughs> and today, the stock participation is so concentrated. I mean, you don't have... There's an entire generation out there that doesn't own any equities, and they're not well, trading and, at and all. And not just so. that, and most of the volume is buybacks. Right. So, I mean, yeah. and, and, and so when you're looking at, you know, the other day we were talking about the valuations. I mean, you're, you're talking about 25-plus times earnings of, uh, what was it? I think it was the Russell. Uh, you're paying 45 times earnings. Just crazy valuations again. And, and and you're right. For most people, you know, maybe they've got a 401K. But outside of that, nobody's really in. Yeah, it's nuts. I say nobody, but very few. Yeah, it's just so concentrated. The one percenters, the uh, 
the hedge funds, the traders. I mean, it's they're all just buying and selling with each other. The uh, the public participation per capita is the lowest it's ever been. Yeah, and you look with at, a stock yeah. market at twenty seven thousand. And you so. look at volume. I mean, you're talking volume fifty percent less than when me and you were doing shows back, you know, in 04, 05, 06. 50% less volume. Isn't that crazy? On Wall Street. Well, people got nothing to do with it. It all started with the fat finger. Yeah, yeah, you the know? flash crashes. Yeah, the boomers the- got out for the most part. So boomers buy classic cars and real estate. That's what they trade now. I mean, the, the participation in classic cars is just off the hook. Tire, you know. We, we just did an order where a guy bought... Uh, a classic car, and the guy wanted to be paid in gold. He just handled that transaction. Did you handle it? Yeah. Wow. See, you get a lot of that. So, and what's also interesting, you know, how about real estate? How about doing a, this happened in the 80s, and this was with $800 gold. But uh, a guy in California sold one of his investment homes for U.S. $20 gold pieces. So, you know, back then, you know, you had uh, $50,000, we'll say, um, $800 an ounce gold. I don't know, do the math, what, 40 ounces, 45 ounces. But it's not the gold value, it's the face value. That's so, 20 bucks. Yeah, or, so at $20 yeah. a coin, even though they were worth 800 he tried to claim it as a, as he only sold the house, you know, for... I uh, took a horrible loss. Right, for 200 400 $600 in face value. So I sold the house under the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10. Guess what? That's legal, lawful, constitutional tender. So he recorded the, the value of the house sale at 600 and wrote the whole thing off as a tax. Now, <laughs> I bet his neighbors wanted to kill him. Well, he never planned on selling the gold. He didn't have to recapture any of that. Of course, you'd been hit with capital gains when you sold it at the other end. But he said, I'm just going to hand it down. Right. So... You know, I think it got. I think he lost the case. You know, it's hard to beat the IRS because all the IRS has to do, you start calling witnesses or accountants. They they walk up and look at you. Have we audited you lately, sir? <laughs> have we crawled up yeah. inside have, you? Uh, have you had an audit recently? That guy's guilty. Or <laughs> case we, closed. Have so. we delivered a package lately? Speaking. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Talk about delivering packages, though. Oh, I had, yeah, we were talking know, during the break. During so. the break, we were talking. My our oldest son, and you guys know this, right? He he's uh, in Chicago, plays football at a Division three school. My wife wants to send him a little Halloween care package, and so she she goes online and and she places the order and she sets it up. For it to be delivered today, might as well say through who? Go ahead, right? Walmart through, through Walmart, Walmart. Through, through Walmart, all right, and sets it up to be delivered today because she wanted him to get it today. So, right. I, if you haven't done this, we did it last Christmas for our new son-in-law. It wasn't Walmart? I forget where it was, or maybe it was. I don't know. But so you say, okay, you know, yeah, you, you do it. You get it far enough ahead, and they guarantee. Well, I don't know if they guarantee delivery, well, they, or they, they just tell. Listen, you. it's just like when you buy your annuities and all that stuff. Oh yeah, it's guaranteed. And then there's that little disclaimer. Uh, unless we don't have the ability to pay, uh, it's guaranteed to be there. Last night, my wife gets a text from Walmart saying that. Uh, your package is not going to be delivered tomorrow and is now going to be delivered on the 4th. Now, this is 
Now, you were talking, this happened last year? Well, she did the same thing last year, but she did it through Target. Target. So she was like, screw Target. I'm going to use Walmart. They both did it to her. I think we did it through Target or something. I don't know. Or Walmart. We ordered our son-in-law, a new son-in-law, big toolbox, say, for Christmas. Same deal. You know, nice big roll around. All right, he's going to get it by Christmas. Oh, yeah, no problem. They have no intention of delivering. No. No, no, you had to hand him a picture. He be- he was lucky to get it by uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> and, said, and they don't said, care. Complain no, all you want. They, they don't, don't care. care. And I said to him, it's not going to be delivered Friday? What happened to the first or the second? What do you mean the, the, the fourth? You know, they're supposed to be delivered on the 31st. And I don't know what my wife put in there, but I'm kind of thinking it was just candy, you know? Right. Really? The nice thing about that, if you haven't had that happen to you and you're, you know, you're like, well, maybe I'm just not that unlucky. Try ordering gold from another company. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we, yeah, we'll get it right out to do you. Do we hear the stories? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we don't talk a lot about the competitors because we don't have to. Uh, but people not waiting a couple of weeks. It's not what we're talking about. Oh, we're no. talking about months. waiting months, months and months and months to get their gold. Uh, well, the whole thing's done on a float, you know, so right. it's how they do it. We started this company on fair pricing and fast delivery. So very simple. We found by doing that, people reorder. I never did understand doing it the other way. Doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. Where are we going next? How about uh, the uh, minimum wage? You see that in New York, the $15 minimum wage. Um, The economy's booming. Wages are up. People, you know, Henry Ford, love them or hate them. History did not was not kind to Henry Ford. You know, the inventor of the quote unquote inventor of the assembly line. Uh, if you watch any of the uh, documentaries, that he was a stodgy curmudgeon. He was against change, resisted change, and they say all in all, not a friendly guy. I don't know. That's you know that's uh, that may all be true. It may be so, but he believed that if you pay people enough money, which he was, you know, I think five dollars a day was unheard of at the time because his whole philosophy is people should be able to buy what they're building that was his philosophy so love him or hate him that's what he did you could build model t's and have enough money to actually own one i think toll brothers has a problem (laughs) how about disneyland (laughs) so based on that you know what's the the official minimum wage in this country is what seven and a quarter, and, and a- still is seven and a quarter. Now, I only think that applies in a in like three or four states. Most of the other states have handled the minimum wages, which is what I kind of like better. Let the states decide what they want to pay. Uh, I think here in Arizona, are we up to twelve, eleven, or twelve something? I think like we're that? going to twelve we're after going, New Year's. After I think New Year's yeah. is that when it is. So eleven dollars an hour. Oh my God! Right. You know everything's going to collapse. Blah blah blah. Okay, I don't care what you're doing, with the exception of maybe building Big Macs at eleven dollars an hour that you can actually afford what you're building. All right. <laughs> I guarantee you, you can't build a Chevy trucks. You can't work on the assembly line at eleven dollars an hour and buy a new pickup. It does not work. Even a let's just talk about a, a, a combo meal, right? A Big Mac combo. I want a Big Mac. I want a Coke, and I want a fry to go along with it, right? That's an hour's worth of your work. Yeah. Because after you know the government got to take the taxes, what what not? It's an hour's worth of your work. Yeah, because we figured out that's like eight bucks an hour right, or something, yeah. right? 
Yeah, so after taxes, one full hour is a, is a meal. Isn't that crazy? They still have to adjust it. You know my thoughts on that? You've been following me. We need to get to $30 an hour. And everything that they tell you, because this is a Wall Street thing. Don't forget, these are the same people that uh, started globalization, NAFTA and GATT, to get you know to not pay American workers, to be able to flood the country with illegals. I mean, this was all Wall Street, guys. This is all corporate America. They've done all of it. The swamp lobbied the politicians, and they got it all done. Even at eleven dollars an hour, I mean, when you had three dollars an hour, which is what I started working at, three sixty an hour, a brand new home in Scottsdale was twenty eight grand. Okay, yeah. minimum wage now to seven dollars. I remember when minimum wage went to four dollars and fifteen cents. Yeah, unheard. Of. It's going to ruin everything, you know. And again, I've said this. How about meat cutters? Meat cutters in, used the, to be a great in the 70s job here, right? In the supermarket. We're making, making $15 outside, an hour. No, seriously, so. outside of the store manager, okay, the meat market guys were the highest paid guys in the, in the place. So Wall Street's done all this. And, you know, the one thing, I'm so far right, I'm coming around the left, and I agree with Sanders. you got to pay people. I don't know how they've gotten away with this. Well, you sit there, you listen to that. Oh, boy, Jay Powell, by the way, absolute another disaster delivered by Jay Powell yesterday. <laughs> the Fed uh, chief. The gold's up 20, the Dow's down 200. What an idiot. But, but, Why but, do they let him speak? I know. And they they just changed the law this year to have a press conference after every meeting. So it used to be he could only come out four times a year. Now he gets to come out eight times a year. The guy is horrible. But the funny thing was is he, he made this big deal about how they just can't get to that 2% inflation. They're trying so hard, and he's trying to, and he's talking about, yeah, we're, we're going to be using all the tools that we possibly can come up with to try to get to this 2% inflation. And, of course, what, what he's really saying is, hey, we need to devalue the money a whole lot faster. And one of the ways to do it is just start, pe- start paying people a whole lot more money. I've never heard a Fed chief pitch inflation. <laughs> Yeah, just pitching it. <laughs> like it's They're supposed to be stable prices, right? right. That's and their I job. Mean, right, that's their job. That's one of the mandates. And he's just pitching inflation, inflation, inflation. The only thing that he said that Wall Street liked yesterday is he pretty much said, yeah, uh, an interest rate hike. I don't know when that maybe next decade kind of thing. Like they're 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 so far away from rate hikes that they don't even talk about it. Anymore. He needs a press secretary like really Trump. Does. You know, read what's on right, the piece just of take paper a look right here. So, yeah, they get speechwriters and a press secretary. Where you just go play golf at and, the end of the and, meeting, and, and you know what kills them? Taking the questions is what kills. That's them. what kills right. them. Just read the read what's on the paper and leave. I get you know I get the fact that the guys you know. From the nerdery, okay, you know he's been a bean counter his whole life, but you know, come on, if this job, this job, you know, requires a little tact, poise, and seasoning, it does now, right? You made you we turned the the central bank into made for TV, so you got to have a made for TV personality. You got to understand. But again, another Wall Street minion. Anything except paying people in this country. They don't want to pay. Bernie Sanders treated. Treated, tweeted. Sorry, <laughs> trick or treat, tweet. You, just, you know this is hard getting this radio out. Uh, the, the pay ratio for McDonald's. Okay, 
the CEO gets $2,124 to every $1 the average worker gets. Twenty-one twenty-four. Disney? Who's Disney? Iger? Is that? No. I, I, I don't think it's Iger anymore. Uh, there, he's, I think he was the, the CEO before this one. Disney. 1424 bucks to every dollar. So it doesn't sound like much until you get to ten dollars. <laughs> How about when you get to a hundred dollars? Every hundred dollars. No, you're right. It is Iger. It is right. Iger. Okay. Every every hundred dollars a Disney employee gets, the CEO gets fourteen grand. How about this one? <laughs> Boeing CEO just got forty million Woo. in bonuses. He should be fired right on the spot. You see that idiot trying to apologize to people? I, heartfelt? I think not. There's a guy who should have a press secretary, too. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. The nomination of Barry Goldwater by the Republican National Convention in 1964 was the first big victory enjoyed by the modern conservative movement. As we know, he was soundly defeated in November by President Lyndon B. Johnson. But Goldwater remained the titular leader of the conservative movement until Ronald Reagan came along in the 1970s. The myth has grown up that the Goldwater ideology of the 1960s was solely a fiscal philosophy and that moral issues only became important in politics with Ronald Reagan. That's not true. It is correct that abortion, the Equal Rights Amendment, and gay rights were not hot-button issues in the 1960s. But if you go back and read Barry Goldwater's books and speeches in the 1960s, you will see that they are firmly grounded in a moral philosophy. The social issues were very important in the origins of the conservative movement. In his famous book, The Conscience of a Conservative, Barry Goldwater said that conservative principles are derived from the truths that God has revealed about his creation. In his speech accepting the 1964 presidential nomination, Goldwater praised freedom under a government limited by the laws of nature and of nature's God. He warned that those who elevate the state and denigrate the citizen must see ultimately a world in which earthly power can be substituted for divine will. Goldwater said that this nation was founded upon the rejection of that notion and upon the acceptance of God as the author of freedom. Again and again, Goldwater warned about the moral decay of our people. The 1964 Republican platform endorsed a constitutional amendment to overturn the Supreme Court decision banning prayer in the public schools. Goldwater's greatest contribution to American politics did not lie in his impact on foreign or economic policy, but in the way he forced the moral issue onto the national agenda. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Backwards. 
words. You're listening to the very best in conservative financial radio in America. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe Jaquin sitting across the lovely Arlene out front. Phone's ringing off the hook today. Gold's up $20 or something. The impeachment wheels are turning. The uncertainty in America is running at all-time highs, probably. Whether the future is bright or if we're just at the beginning of a new economic cycle is being hypothesized across the world. Will the dollar continue to go? Are they actually going to weaken it up until it becomes so worthless that uh, the price of everything could go into a hyperinflation cycle, which, you know, would be the final blow for the Federal Reserve note? Will they change the money over? Will the banksters come out and revalue everything? I mean, ultimately the answers to all this are yes, because it's all going to happen. Just a matter of whether we live long enough to see it. Right? Canada's now uh, into crypto. Big articles all over the last two weeks. And, of course, it all gets lost on impeachment and, and trade talks or trade talks going good, trade talks going back. China now is going to says they're going to be the leader when it comes to cryptocurrency, and they're going to be going that way. You know it's coming. Italians use, they say Italians prefer Bitcoin over credit cards. That's I saw that this morning. So why not? Well, they're Italians. So. You know, <laughs> hey, what's the matter for you? Giquinto. That was his real name when he came over on the boat. <laughs> How about That's that? That's actually a true story. So, yeah, it is. I know. Yeah, Jake yeah, went the, 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 the president today, if you missed the president's Twitter storm about Jay Powell, and I've been telling you this all year, Donald Trump is telling you. He can't come out and say it, but he's telling you, I, number one, I can't be president forever. Number two, you better get ready. Because a reset in the currency is coming. He's out there just hammering Jay Powell. I've been telling you all year long, Donald Trump's telling you, buy gold, get ready. There's nothing I can do about it. And, and you, you got to start getting prepared. Uh, talking about how everybody's very disappointed in Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve. Uh, hammering about the dollar. Remember, we talked about the dollar being too strong and how China is walking back away from the trade deal again and saying, listen, we'll buy what we need and we'll buy it from you if you're the cheapest. But if the dollar is going to be strong, we're not interested uh, in just hammering hammering the Federal Reserve, wanting them to, to go to zero, wanting them to weaken the dollar and do all of those things. And, and, and you're seeing gold react. I mean, this is just where it's going. Yeah, it's crazy. So I got to tell you that uh, I'm going to fire my accountant. Did you see Kanye West? Boy, they buried that today. Got a $68 million tax refund. <laughs> How do you? It's a how. A tax refund. How do you overpay? to Kim Kardashian, for the love of God. <laughs> Talk about a guy who's lost control. They put him on TV yesterday. said, I made $115 million. How do you get a $68 million tax refund back from that? So, <laughs> you know, it's gone. It's not in the paper. It's not anywhere online because, you know, the IRS, some IRS agent who's looking to make a name for himself, you know. I thought that was interesting. It came out. It was. Uh, I think it was like a pro-Trump article, though, for the tax cuts. For the tax, it was. Yeah. So anyway, and I got to tell you, in this world, that uh, things have changed so much. I'm listening. I have the one-eared headphone on today. I was yelling at Joe. 
So one of the headphones that we use, it's a studio. We have a regular studio here. Studio quality, you know, the RCA jacks. Not the little ones, the big ones. So, I mean, these things have run forever. They've been really good. Well, one ear is out. So I'm not on on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. So they went out, what, Monday? Yep. Monday morning, Joe. Monday morning. They're so out. I come in Tuesday to do the show, and he's like, oh, here. Give, he gives me the good headphone. Right. Okay, I'm a nice guy. And then yesterday, of course, I'm not here. He switches back. So today I got a... Uh, I now got, on, in, I got the one-eared headphone. So. On Tuesday, I went to go get new headphones. Right, just drive and go get a new one. So how we always have done it for twenty-three <laughs> years. Like this this I learned how to do it from from what yeah. you've done. You used to go to Radio Shack or you go to Best Buy. Guess what? Guess Best what? Best Buy, Circuit City, you name it. Every, every oh, there, there we go. Joe. Okay. We had to readjust the furniture here. Well, here I'm I got on. too many books and, and they're falling over. I got I got nothing. Okay. So, one eared headphone. So you can't got, go drive in today's day and I age. did. No, I went. Just I go drove. get a studio quality headphone and pick it up. Five million people. It takes you two hours, probably even four, really, if you get off the freeways to drive across this town. It's so big. You can't see across it. It disappears over the curvature of the earth, and you're telling me that there is not a studio-quality headphone anymore. I go to Best Buy, Fry's Electronics, Guitars. I can't get it done. Unbelievable. And they all tell me the same thing. Well, you can go and order it online at our online store. So right. that's what I've done. I'm waiting for a... It'll probably be here on the 4th. I'm sure it'll end up, <laughs> probably end up in Chicago at Joey's. Joey's going to be like, what are these? We're going to get a box of candy. Joey's going to get that. So, I don't know. It's just the, the new world that we live in. So... <laughs> One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I'm going to tell you, I'm in the holiday spirit. I'm in the or the Halloween. I almost said Christmas. I'm in the Halloween spirit. U.S. twenties. They were fifteen and a quarter yesterday. Boy, I bet you wish you had bought them. Then remember, gold was like fourteen ninety. Now gold's what almost fifteen twenty. Uh, fifteen fifty on U.S. twenty dollar liberties today. Start putting them away. Go out. And uh, read all the tweets from Donald Trump about Jay Powell. Tell you all you need to know at 800-951-0592. The other big news, too, today, Bloomberg actually quoted uh, the Chinese trade negotiator saying, hey, listen. That's the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. uh, There's no phase two or phase three. Uh, not going to happen, and they actually took a shot at Trump, and and I was a little worried about it because I don't know if you caught it. They said that they say that Trump's personality is too difficult to deal with, and we don't trust him, and we're not going to go past phase one. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Are they trying to? You know, I almost kind of felt like they're trying to help. Hey. Let's get rid of this guy because we'd rather deal with one of the the liberal Democrats. What we'll you're saying? The commies are anti-Trumpers. I, that's, I what a say. shock! I know, right? That's I, I, a I, shock. So, are they interfering with the election or what? Where's the investigation? You think the commies want commies in to run America? You think they do? I think they probably do. Yeah, if you study little places like old Vietnam, <laughs> might be might be a primer for you. So, anyway. You know, we we're talking about stock market uh, participation. And the millennials are the first generation. They have almost zero participation. 
And he wrote an article on Newsmax today. It says millennials are probably the most indebted generation that has ever existed. Large part of that, of course, is due to the soaring education costs over the past few decades that have required more and more students to mortgage their future in order to get a college degree. Money that would have went into equities is now being paid back on student loans if they're working. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that when we get back. Doom and Doomer. Also, we've been called Heckle and Jekyll. The blind leading the stupid will return after these messages. The one-eared Eric. Listening to Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Halloween 2019. Watch out for the little kids tonight. Be careful. We've got uh, teenagers running amok in our neighborhood. You know, the houses change hands. And, yeah, but I can't believe you so, probably don't get too many because that's a lot of work. You're, you we got, never get them. Yeah, yeah, you got space right. between your houses. Plus, we're on a dirt road and there's no street lights. You're most likely that you really could get eaten in the dark. <laughs> I don't go out there, right. so. I'm not going out. I've seen bobcats, mountain lions, a jaggerunde, more wild pigs than you can shake a stick at, and coyotes everywhere. You have to see a wolf. Haven't had a wolf come through the yeah, I don't neighborhood like going yet, out to so. your house at night. No, yeah, be careful. Snakes. So, so yeah, yeah, don't walk around much. We're going to talk about the poor millennials unable to invest because of their. Student loans are taking all their money, and Joe was telling me that I, I, I was it's not just the millennials. Yeah, so. Absolutely not. Gen X, which is, that's my generation. You're in your 40s and uh, early 50s, right? You're a Gen Xer. So many uh, of my friends, and these are people, I'm not talking about, hey, uh, I make $30,000 a year. I'm talking to guys that make eighty, ninety, hundred, hundred and ten thousand dollars $110,000 a year, and they're still paying their student loans. Isn't that crazy? And, so. and a lot of these people got wiped out during the crash. So whatever, you know, they had a 401k, they, they you know, like most people, because they shamed us all to death. They they really educated us very well. Don't act like a rich person and, and, and just walk away. Don't spend every nickel you possibly have. Right, and of course, most of them, when that happened, they stopped paying their student loans, and it's not like they, they, uh, you know, the interest just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. They're still paying them, and then you think about these millennials; they got no shot, no, no shot. I, I, I actually, for the one parent of my group of friends, was so happy right before his daughter turned thirty. His first kid that he actually gives her nothing anymore at 29 years old, first time ever at 29, that literally he pays for nothing. Nothing. Not a cell phone, no rent, no car insurance, nothing. Uh, and and we've got, I've got friends who's got, they got kids in their 30s still paying for. You know, and I told that story about one of my friends. His daughter's a, a teacher, college educated, actually doesn't have student loans. Her dad did really well. 
and is trying to get her a house, right? And a payment, all he cares about is a payment that she can afford, which would require her to have a house for under, you know, 200, 200 to $225,000. That's the most that, that she could afford the, to make the payment. He's going to make the down payment for her, but that's the most she's going to be able to afford. And he goes, my only issue is I, I'm not going to let her live in a neighborhood that's unsafe. Guess what? Good luck. She's back home living with mom and dad because it can't get done. Go can't to the cedarstromgroup.com. Look up Ryan or Lori. They'll find you a house. You know, so, incredible. Yep. It is, too. Something's got to give. Now, I saw yesterday on Bubble Vision that they're talking about introducing the 50-year treasury. Oh, that's absolutely coming. Listen, after the 50-year, it's going to be the 100-year. They, they, they're running out of ways to sell this stuff. Well, 50-year, then they can hedge it with a 50-year mortgage. That's what I think is coming, too. Well, I think they have to. 10-year so. car loans, 50-year yep. mortgages. 120-month, 0% car loans. Yep. You really that. love that car, so I, I just I just can't believe where we're at. Everything has just gone crazy. The dollar doesn't buy anything anymore. I mean, but there's no inflation. But no inflation. Why? Why is minimum wage at seven and a quarter? The federal? Why? Because if they doubled it, they'd have to do the same with Social Security. You understand that? That's tied to the cost of living. The cola. For the, all the Social Security recipients, which how many boomers a day are now getting one, Social Security? One of the biggest reasons why they changed the formula. Because remember now, if we track inflation the way we tracked it just in the 80s, okay, I'm not talking about, you know, well, it went back in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s, just in the 80s. Inflation right now would be running somewhere around about probably close to 6, 7, 8% which would mean the cost of living adjustments for all the people on Social Security would be 6 7 8%. You know what they got this year? 1.3. Isn't that something? That's a big one. And that was a big one. Yeah, that's, that's a one Trump of the deal. bigger ones in the last 10 years. Yeah. So that's way behind. Social Security? Way behind. Way behind. They don't have the money. The millennials aren't going to pay. The illegals certainly aren't going to pay. No, they're going to so, go back home. Yeah, I mean, so that's, you know, the, the, just come on in, make citizens out of all of them. Congratulations, you're now paying Eric Cedarstrom's retirement. I love you guys. Come on in, all of you. Get to work. There's about 20. Did you see they finally updated the number? Mm-mm, I didn't. Yeah, you know, because they've been saying, yeah, since we, when I started working with you, they were saying the number was like 11 million. Right. Right in now. The country. Right, and they've been saying it for 16 years. It's still 11 million. Apparently now they think it's twenty two million. Yeah, keep so, going. So it really means it's probably thirty three million. Right, yeah, yeah, it's closer to forty, maybe fifty. Some people thought fifty. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Anyway, the trade of the century is happening now. Another another interest rate cut with Wall Street at all time highs. Does any of that make any sense? So now the bond trade, they're saying. The uh then again, this is what the 50-year may come in. This is the only way there's going to be any money made. I mean, how far? When they get to zero, what happens to the bond market trades? I mean, I guess it's just over, or they go the other way. Most people don't understand how this works, so I'm going to help you people. Take a bond index and use the number 100. Okay. You're start at 100. Okay, take 3% interest. So deduct 
three from 100. So 99, 98, 97. So you invest at 9,700 uh, 900, well, let me see. I'm gonna well, go. You invest $97. $97. Ten there years later, you got 100 bucks. Right. Right? Well, you got three, you got th- you got 3% interest when you buy the bond at 97. Okay? You're at 97 from 100. Now, interest rates go to 2. Okay. They go from 3 to 2. So let's deduct 2 from 100. So 99, 98. What'd you pay for your bond? 97. 97. You get to sell it at 98. Doing good. You're doing good. You made... So interest rates went down. And this is what was always confusing with me. How do you make money on interest rates when they're going down? This is how that works. The the bonds that you bought before, you're making money. Right. So these are bond indexes, though, which is what everybody invests in. So you got 3% interest. You take 3 from 197 now you got two percent interest, so you take two from a hundred, you got ninety-eight. So it actually went up from ninety-seven to ninety-eight. Why interest rates went down? I hope that explains that to people that were as confused as I was for hundreds. I, I, and of I'm going to tell you the so. thing that I worry about. You know, I, and I've already said this: we're going to zero, right? Like everybody else, probably going to go negative, but eventually. It's not going to stay there forever. Well, that's the question I have. So then you get to a hundred. At a hundred, so zero, right? And then it goes the other right. way. Right now, now you got now pay, you have to pay a hundred and one dollars to get a hundred dollars later, right? To park your money with the go- with the government. Later, I'll explain shorting the market with cows. <laughs> Just trying to help. Just a simple guy. Oh, you're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. I see you out there putting on your masks and getting ready. Great Halloween. Yes, another pagan holiday that this country loves to celebrate, but yet Thanksgiving and Columbus Day are now becoming racist. Yes, things are changing. 67% of the country speaks non-English. Final segment, Halloween. Not 67%, but 67 million People in America speak foreign languages at home. I mean, how do you say trick or treat in, I don't know, know. India? I don't know. So, crazy. So, but the country, the dynamics and the makeup are, I don't think you can put the genie back in the bottle. Tuesday we did the show about the old 59 Ford pickup I own being built in San Jose, and the guy goes to work making irons, you know, to iron shirts with. Uh, in Ontario, California, you know, I, is that ever coming back? Ever? No, no. And look what happens: we get a president who wants to bring it back. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that we would get to a point where a, a president gets elected, bring back American jobs? Oh, we hate him. Right. We don't but want American jobs make, back here. Make America great again. No, no, we don't want any of that. You're going to ruin everything by putting it back. What was so wrong with it? What was so wrong with Leave It to Beaver? You know, I mean, the, the you know the television depiction of America. It was just too good, I guess. We just had to give it all away, and they did. They did. Were you telling me McDonald's had to apologize? Today? Yeah, they had. A, they were running a promotion Sunday Bloody Sunday, which was going to be you know their Sundays with I'm assuming strawberry, the, strawberry or raspberry on it, and you know that was offensive. 
I mean, I, I don't even know anymore. You know, everything's offensive, apparently. But you can drive by a guy's house, and he has a mannequin with the head cut off. You know, the mannequin's holding the head, and people go crazy. Oh, yeah, they flip out. They go crazy so over this stuff. So, I don't know. Uh, buy gold. That's a great answer. Makes me feel better on Halloween when you buy gold for me. 800 951 Like I said, U.S. $20 gold pieces. We're talking $15 or $50, $35 over spot. Uh, spot right now is $1,515. U.S. $20 liberties at $1,550. Uh, the Dow's down $250. Gold's up $20. Silver's up as well. Everybody have a great trick-or-treat. Be careful. Stay safe. Here's the great news. Tomorrow is Friday. We'll be back then. <laughs>